Well, hello everybody. Welcome to it. This is Wired In, our wonderful podcast that we try to bring you every week, featuring stories on entertainment, games, occasionally some politics, and pretty much just anything big happening out there in the world that we just want to talk about. I'm your host, Blake Johnson, alongside my co-host, Spencer Coles, and we are once again here to bring you the possible, pretty much the, the best possible content that you will ever find. Yeah, and it can only find on here. Only so. find here. You won't find it anywhere else. Spencer, how you doing? Not too bad, man. I've uh, uh, just been crazy a couple of days. I've uh, unfortunately wasn't able to get in on the um, the crypto stock market craze, but uh, but yeah, on that, not too bad. What about, uh, what, what about you? <laughs> stock market craze. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I, know, right? I don't know what you're talking about. That's weird. Oh, well, I've been uh, been doing pretty good. Uh, I was. It's actually been somewhat of a mild ish winter up here in North Dakota, because normally yeah. around this time it's about I don't know, fifteen to twenty degrees below, uh, for a temperature not not even wind chill, and there's like a couple feet of snow. But right now, it's been like. A little under freezing, but not drastically, and we haven't had snow, like actual snow that's that's piled up in. I don't even think at all this year so far. So I'm. Uh, I love not... how you call that a mild winter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, for up here, for up here, it definitely is. You know, so I've been dreading it, and it may yet still come. But uh, at this point, if it does, it shouldn't last too long before. Uh, the warmer months return for like a couple weeks. So there you have it. <laughs> you got it here first. You got it here first. Well, we, as usual, have a lot of stuff to talk about. And we pretty much, I think we can all agree that if we didn't address this story, we may as well just hang it up, call it a day, <laughs> and be like, okay, yeah. guys, it was a fun ride, but we we're done, because uh, yeah, th- this story about the uh, stock market craze that you mentioned just a minute ago has just been going crazy all across the internet. Um, yes, I did say internets by accident, and uh, all across the media, everyone's talking about it, and. It's really, it's quite a fascinating story. I, I love it. Not necessarily all parts of it, because there's some definite corruption going on. I think uh, it's, it's pretty apparent. But I, I think just just the idea that some of these hedge fund, these these Wall Street people are really losing their, their crap is, is quite fun to watch, I, I think. Um, if you're not too familiar with the story, um, I'm actually, I had to look into it a little bit more just because I'm, I don't keep track super well of what happens in the stock market, stock market. And by super well, I mean, not really at all. It was, it was a little confusing at first, but, um, and even some parts of it are still confusing, but the overall gist of the story is, uh, is, is pretty good. So basically what happened is um, GameStop, the uh, brick-and-mortar video game store that we've actually talked about a few times on this show about how it's been struggling 
and it, it's mm. still been struggling uh, in terms of you know not just because of covid but it, it certainly hasn't helped with the fact yeah, that covid has basically just kind of exacerbated the yeah um, their issues because you know they've they've made their their money and their their brand off of going into their stores and buying physical <laughs> video games well yeah Partly because of Microsoft and Sony, they've really tapped into the digital market for video games, and it's just much easier and more convenient to get it online or in on the actual console rather than go into a store. Um, so they've really been struggling for a while, and with the COVID situation and people not going out as much, that's hurt them even more. So I can't remember what day it was, but it was at some point Early this week or late last week, it was like at, or maybe earlier this year, it was like at $4 a share. And then all of a sudden, it jumped to like almost $500 yesterday a share. Uh, right now, I think it's a, it's like a little yeah. over 300 And, you know, basically what happened is these hedge fund people who bet on, you know, different parts of the stock market they were seeing how GameStop was doing or stop was doing and they decided to bet against them basically saying we think the stock is going to go lower we think they're gonna you know just keep on going downhill and some people on reddit found out about this and they were like you know what let's uh let's see if we can disrupt and basically play their own game against them so this guy, Jamie Rogozinski, he's the uh, apparent founder of the Reddit community that did this. Um, they basically got a group of people together and bought a bunch of stock in GameStop. And um, that caused their, their value to go up drastically. And what's funny about this is because these hedge fund people bet against GameStop and were betting that it would go even lower and invested in that, because the shares have gone up so drastically, that is causing these people to lose billions and billions of dollars because they have to keep buying in order to stay ahead, essentially, in order to actually make money. Well, that's causing them to lose even more money by doing that. Um, so I can't remember who it was, but this one, this one person in particular, this hedge fund guy lost like $19 billion over this. So it was going crazy. People were just buying, buying it and buying it and buying it and primarily using, um, apps like, uh, Robin hood to do it. And, um, what happened with that is because they were doing it, I don't know who, we don't really know who yet, but we're speculating that someone pressured Robinhood to do this, but Robinhood eventually shut it down to where you couldn't buy any more stock. You could sell it, but you couldn't buy any more stock in GameStop. Um, and that caused even more, you know, <laughs> reactions online because yeah. of that. So now I guess you can still buy it now on Robinhood, but it's not, it's still like limited. Um, but yeah, that, so that's basically the gist of the story that isn't that fascinating. And I, uh, I, I just went to their, their subreddit 
And uh, w one of the people who, uh, I guess, bought into GME, apparently he bought like a shit ton of Nintendo Switches from GameStop and then <laughs> donated them to a children's hospital. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So not only yeah. did they make money off these hedge fund losers, but then they went into GameStop, bought a bunch of Nintendo Switches, and donated them to kids' hospitals. That's... Like, man, add, add salt to the wound, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just so cool. Like, it's one thing to to be like, yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna take advantage of this, and it was all legal. They didn't do anything illegal. They yeah. just they're like, yeah, this is. You know, you can do this, so why not? Let's do it. And oh, you damn well know they're gonna make this illegal. Oh like, yeah. After this, there's no way. There's oh, no yeah. way these because they didn't these... see it coming. You, you know, yeah. this isn't this hasn't really been done before, at least on this scale. <laughs> so yeah, that unfortunately, I do think that's gonna change. Um, at the very least, they're gonna have some pretty strict limits on how much you can buy at once, or you know, who you're linked to and who you're you know. They'll they'll find some way to to regulate it, but and it wasn't just GameStop too. I mean, places like AMC, they were getting stock jumps because of similar tactics, and it's uh, yeah, it's yeah. I think I think <laughs> AMC insane. went up to like. Hold on, let me let me check their price. It went up to like, if I'm not yeah, around the twenty seventh, it shot up to like twenty dollars a share or whatever. Wow is like nuts because it, it was at five and then people started buying into it and uh yeah it, it jumped up to like twenty dollars a share that's crazy so. yeah another interesting thing about this story is uh google decided to take it upon themselves to try to you know save slash not save uh robin hood's ratings on their app store because uh basically Oh, when was this? This was I don't know if this was yesterday or the day before, but if you went to the the Google App Store and you looked up Robinhood on their app, they had someone took a screenshot, two hundred and seventy four thousand, almost two seventy five thousand reviews, and it was at a one star rating overall. <laughs> so Google decided Gee, I wonder why. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna intervene. So they deleted over one hundred thousand reviews and now it's at 180,000 and it's at a four star rating. So <laughs> it's just it's freaking it's, crazy, man. It, it is so it's so obvious like you know it's it's one thing I like about the internet is it's so easy to catch these people in their stupid games because you know people can just find something and take a screenshot of it and just a snap. So, you know, I, I've I've enjoyed seeing this. I think I think I read that even Elon Musk jumped into this. Um, you know, hey, buy buy some GameStop stock. Uh, I think even he jumped into the action on that. And uh, yeah, well, they're um, <laughs> fan the they're, flames. Uh, the people over at uh, the people who are like in the the Dogecoin uh, Discord server have been trying to uh, create like stir on Twitter and stuff. To make uh, Elon be the CEO of Dogecoin, hmm. because uh, <laughs> while all of this was going on, people were sinking a bunch of money into Dogecoin, and <laughs> shout up Dogecoin, because like it was at like a crazy low price. Um, yeah, let me let me check real fast. 
Because it was at, at one point, it was like, it was down, I want to say like somewhere around like five cents a share. And then at like 6 a.m. today, it shot up to like 65 cents a share. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, if you sank like, you know, I mean, that, that doesn't sound like a lot at first, at first glance. But if you're buying, you know, let's say like 4,000, you know, shares at, you know, uh, or I'm sorry, not 4,000 shares. But like, you know, if you're buying, I'm just trying to think of like a realistic number. But I mean, if you're if you're sinking in a ton of money at like you know, five cents a share, and it's you know skyrockets up to sixty five cents a share. I mean, you're you're making, no, oh, yeah, yeah, like, you're still making some money yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. So so to clarify, um, it was at point zero zero seven seven four three. Uh, and that this was back on the twenty. This was on the twenty seventh. Okay. So yeah, oh, I'm, Wednesday. I, I'm actually I'm actually mistaken. It shot up to seventy seven cents a share. Okay. So yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm quite interested to see where this is gonna go because it doesn't seem like it's gonna stop. And now that people. I think one thing too about this story, even if it's not necessarily with the stock market, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where when you start showing that there there are cracks in the system, and that the average person can find them if they're if they look hard enough, if you get people together and take advantage of it, oh man, you can really cause these elites to just lose their ever-loving minds <laughs> so <laughs> i can see this i can see this translating into other avenues as well because i oh, mean definitely for sure yeah and you know you had even uh ocasio cortez jump into this which i found kind of odd that she would jump into this conversation you know she was talking about it and saying hey we gotta stop this and and all that but i'm like yeah but you do understand it's like it's kind of capitalism, right? The fact that you're able to take advantage of this, you know, and yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me that she uh, would be against uh, people, you know, engaging it, you know, cleverly engaging in the stock market. No, so, she was she was actually she was for it. She was she was against oh, what she okay, was against. Yeah, she was yeah. against what huh. um, Robin Hood yeah. was doing. So, but then that would mean that she and Ted Cruz actually agree on something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is rare. (laughs) Very rare. So, yeah, I mean, I guess takeaway from this is, uh, you know, if you want to, if you have a little money on the side and you want to invest in something, you never know. You might, you might get lucky (laughs) depending on what you do. Basically keep your eyes glued to the, uh, the wall street bets. Um, Yeah subreddit because there's a there's some spicy moves happening Uh, oh oh yeah yeah definitely and i'm curious to see where this guy goes from here the one that instigated this or at least the one that is getting the attention i'm curious to see if he tries to do something else uh because obviously uh he he caused um the you know mass hysteria in uh many aspects of the wealthy society and 
in Wall Street just by doing this. So I'm curious, but uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of an update on that. But uh, we'll see. I, I would not be surprised if we'll have updates on that story here pretty soon. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, for real. Um, another story, just switching gears here onto a completely different topic. So I don't know if you've noticed this week, but there were a couple big stories that came out about Apple and they're, they're trying really hard to, you know, brush it under the rug and be like, Oh, it's fine. It's, it's, you know, we, we solved it. It's not as big of a deal. We, you know, don't, don't worry about it. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Um, so what, what happened was, um, I think it was Monday, either Monday or over the, over last weekend, they, uh, they released, well, they released it on Tuesday, but there were reports coming out that their iOS software was getting hacked. Um, these, these hackers were getting into Apple phones and systems and, you know, causing all sorts of security threats and so on. And, they uh oh man i would imagine like now would be if you were like someone who like was like you know if you were someone that was like looking to like get a hold of people's information and stuff like now would be like the freaking perfect time if you're like some you know to launch some kind of cyber attack or whatever because everybody's entering in their information to all these you know stock market stock market sites and i'm yeah. sure there's all sorts of um Granted, I don't know how far back this stems, but uh... yeah. Well, basically, one of the uh, one of the things that happened was um, it was linked to a web browser rendering engine called WebKit, which may allow remote hackers to access a device. And um, and since the threat is tied to internet browsing, you know you could be compromised by searching the internet and just different things like that. So they had to release a new iOS 14.4 update for both the, uh, the iPhone and the iPad because both were compromised. So I, f- I found it interesting because, you know, Apple loves to pride itself on, you know, we're the best in security and we, we strive to, to really provide you the, the, the very best in privacy and security and your data is safe with us. And then they had to release a, a new update because people were hacking into their, into their uh, systems. So, you know, you, you would think with a, a trillion dollar company that they'd be able to have a handle on this, but apparently they still make mistakes like this, uh, fairly critical mistakes. So, uh, <laughs> just got a kick yeah. out of that, which is funny. Cause you know, I use an iPhone and, I've only been a I Apple user for a short period of time. Um and I, I don't mind I don't mind it, but uh I, I'm not like some Apple fanboy that thinks they're the greatest at everything they do, you know. So kind of interesting. And another uh, another story that came out that same the same week related to the new iPhone twelve lineup. All I think it's four. All four models of the iPhone twelve had this issue because um, what happened is with their new with their new iPhone models, they brought back this thing called MagSafe, which is basically they have this special electromagnetic 
you know thing on the back of the phone where another way of charging it is you have this magnet that you buy and it just attaches to the back of your phone and that's how you charge it well because there's so many electromagnetic um, stuff in there it was apparently causing some uh, you know semi-important medical devices like I don't know a pacemaker to um, oh, wow. potentially shut off <laughs> um, because yeah, it interferes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you got to know, you, you got to think, well, the reason why we even know about this is probably because a doctor or a nurse or someone was using an iPhone, a new iPhone 12, near a pacemaker. Someone was using one near a pacemaker, and it messed it up. So now they're having to fix that. And I don't know how much they can fix it though, because it's it's in it's embedded into the phone. So yeah, they would um, have to recall basically all the phones. The- yeah, it it doesn't sound like it's a a major issue as far as I don't see any stories of it actually killing anybody or it being like this, you know, massive thing quite yet. But we'll have to see. But I'm curious. <laughs> If they'll keep the MagSafe and the iPhone 13 that I'm sure will be announced at some point later this year. So, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's just some kind of crazy things happening with uh, some tech companies. So, yeah, for real. And I, I guess uh, Facebook is suing Apple. And the reasoning for it is pretty rich because of their uh, – it has to do with their security issues. And – not just their, excuse me, their security issues, but partly because of that and saying, you know, their false advertising for their security and privacy concerns. And, you know, they, unlike, unlike, um, unlike Apple, Facebook actually is fighting to provide better privacy and security. And I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me right now? Yeah, that's freaking rich <laughs> coming from them. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's just, I guess this and what we just talked about, even though it's not exactly the same, it kind of relates into the sense that there's just so much, if it's not corruption, it's ineptitude, it's people just, they're just lying to you, whether they're claiming to, you know, be for your better interests or... You know, they're straight up trying to shut you down because you're just trying to make money off the stock market. I mean, it's just, man, it's obviously not a surprise, but it's just one of those things where you just wonder, you know, what kind of like what you brought up with the whole, well, they're going to try to make this illegal now with the with the stock market thing. Yeah. You know, the thing is, too. With this, with the protests, with everything that's been happening in the past year, it just seems like there's more and more of a clash between the elites and, uh, you know, regular people that I think if they really do try to, to shut people down from not being able to, you know, invest in the stock market the way that these richy rich people do, it's just going to cause more tension. So, you know. Kind of going off yeah. on a tangent there, but it's just something I've been thinking about lately. Well, yeah, and not to not to delve too far into this, but it's like, 
you know, I think, like, we've been caught in this paradigm for so long of, like, okay, well, we don't want government intervention when it comes to the market, but at the same time, if if there is a free market, we know that a lot of these corporations like Robinhood, like Google, and, you know, corporations of that nature aren't going to play by the rules, you know, especially if there's no umpire watching over their shoulder. So it's like, <laughs> you're in this weird situation where it's like, okay, we realize that, you know, it's, again, it's this it's this weird paradigm of if we have the ref, it's like it doesn't seem to pan out because the ref is also invested in the game itself. And then it's like, but if we remove the ref, then it's like corporations can just bar consumers from participating in the market if consumers are gaining from the market. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's it's really strange. Well, it's it's like what. uh what they did to parlor and places like parlor, yeah. you know, people go there and they, you know, they yeah, try part, to make, I mean, make I their mean, voice part, heard. And partly with parlor that, that, that was kind of them not being smart at the same time. Granted, it, it's still not right, but like they, I think if they had had their own servers, cause I, I believe with parlor, they were basing their entire, like, framework and stuff off of amazon servers and stuff yeah and uh whereas with gab like gab has their own server so they mm -hmm. can't be shut down unless you know they like shut themselves down but that that would be nonsensical because uh <laughs> they're i mean they've gotten a ton of new users and stuff like that so yeah and i've been thinking about looking into it as well so i i, I still have facebook but you know i don't i don't have twitter anymore Stopped using that, and you know, I, I just I've been looking for somewhere to go that's where I can still get pretty much all the same content, but you're not going to be shut down just because you hold to a certain belief system. So I may have to give Gab a shot and just see what it's all about. I've not really looked into it much. I've heard a lot about it, but I've not looked at it. So yeah, I mean, it's basically it's similar to Parlor, but like. I feel like it's a lot, I just, I haven't, I haven't been on it a whole lot, but, um, just skimming it, it's, um, I, I think there's, I think it's a lot more set up. I think there's a, a, a lot more of a solid, uh, infrastructure. That's good. Uh, one of my complaints with Parler too, and we're, I don't know, we're really going off on a different topic here, but that, that's whatever. Um, you know, with Parler, I liked the idea. I didn't like their app set up so much they're just how <laughs> yeah. you navigate like it it was okay but i didn't like how you know i'd follow somebody essentially and it it just was hard for me to keep up with everything and to access certain people's content because it oh, wasn't, yeah. and it wasn't just like, tailored and you get like 500 <laughs> notifications and then yeah you know yeah, I was about to say that uh -huh. someone echoed this post someone echoed this yeah. post someone mm -hmm. echoed this post i'm like I, what this doesn't just help your notification yeah yeah so it made it to where i just didn't access it a whole lot just because it was just not super user friendly for me so i'm guessing sounds like gab is a little better at it than that yeah, it's a lot better, and um, I, I think what they realized too, because another big problem with Parler was their big selling point was, you know, that they're that they're the free speech platform, you know, and things of that nature, um, which is which is fine, like it's good, 
But I don't think that's going to be enough, especially going into the future. I don't think that will be enough to draw users in. Like, there has to be... Um, especially with, like with Gab, for instance. Um, you know, they've been reaching out and working with independent, like, creators and stuff like that. And, and helping, like, kind of engaging with their own base, essentially. Mm. Like, I feel like that's what's going to help them in the long term. Uh, because, like, Parler wasn't really doing that. Parler was just like, oh, hey, we're the free speech platform. Come post all your shit on here. And, uh, which worked for a little bit, but, you know, even if, you know, this whole thing with Amazon didn't completely blow up, I mean, I think from, like, a long-term perspective, they weren't going to last very long anyway. No, it, I mean, unfortunately, it was becoming more of an echo chamber anyway, and I wasn't yeah. really gaining a whole lot of, I mean, the thing that I liked about Twitter is that, you know, I'd have pretty much instant access to, like, breaking news, things that I cared about, and it was really easy to find, um, you know, and so that was kind of nice to have, and I know that, you know, I'm willing to give someone a company some slack if they're new and, and so on and so forth. But you would think, I mean, it shouldn't be that hard to make a platform that is at least easy to navigate and easy for people. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're trying to, you know, market your brand or like a, a news company or someone wants to put their platform on your app, it should be easy for people to navigate through it and not have their timeline flooded with stuff they don't even care about so but anyway that's well, and i and and just to kind of end, end on that point too it's like um you know for better or for worse twitter is very accessible and it's also very good at um allowing small smaller content creators to be able to be found by people yeah um like that's i think that's where twitter's strength is mm -hmm. um which you know it's like it, i mean look i i despise twitter like anybody else does but at the same time you know it's like it it's staying alive for a very specific reason and um and it, it's catered to content creators and i think you're only going to keep you know as long as nobody is challenging them on that front they're they're going to be king yeah no i i'd agree with that Though I'm wondering how much they'll be as far as, you know, I, I remember before Trump became president, um, you know, I remember we were talking about in college how we were wondering if Twitter was going to be around in the next couple of years because they just seemed like they were on a decline. And really what set them way over the top was Trump. And his Twitter account, and how he just drew this insane amount of traffic to his uh, to his accounts. And now that he's gone, mm -hmm. you know, they'll still be there. But I just wonder, you know, are they going to slowly over time start decreasing? Uh, they may not be as, you know, they may not go down as far as they did before. But you know, it, I don't know. It's just something to kind of keep an eye on, I guess. But. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, um, let's kind of close out the show a little bit with uh, this last topic. We um, we haven't really talked about it at all, I don't think. Uh, the new Marvel show on Disney+, Plus, WandaVision, 
that has uh, been out for a few weeks. The fourth episode just came out on Friday, and I had a chance to watch it. Spencer, I don't think you've watched it yet, but uh, so we've we've watched we've definitely watched the first three episodes. So we'll kind of focus more on those because I don't want to spoil. Mm anything for people who haven't seen the newest one yet but um but really um i remember i don't know how how you felt about it originally but i remember when the trailer first came out and i was like uh i don't know if this is gonna yeah. be any good yeah i felt i was very skeptical and, and i still kind of am in, in some regards because um without really spoiling anything um like there just hasn't been like i was really hoping we'd get a lot more characterization with Vision because Vision, to me, is such a really compelling character. Like, the idea of taking Jarvis, like, a, a, a essentially an AI and making an AI, like, a sentient being and, like, placing him in the world, being like, okay, how are you going to go about, you know, like, what is your, you know, overall, like, wide lens perspective of the human race and, like, where you fit in line with it? Like, and the idea that, like, he's been able to have this relationship with, like, um, with, with Wanda, with, uh... Scarlet uh, Witch. Scarlet, Scarlet Witch, yep. Um, is, like, a really compelling idea, and they kind of explore that in Infinity War, but, like, not really, and it's, like, I was really hoping they would get, there would be more characterization with him, and they, so far, there just hasn't really been that. And maybe it's because, maybe, like, maybe partially why that's the case is because maybe, like, Vision isn't actually there. And this is just me kind of theorizing. And I'm going to go into some slightly spoiler territory. But, like, uh, one theory that I have is that it, it, she, after Endgame, after Endgame, she, uh, Scarlet Witch, um, essentially created this uh, simulation in her head. And, uh, like... Vision isn't actually Vision in the simulation. Mm -hmm. um, but it's weird that he's... Because there's moments in the show where he kind of snaps into um, like consciousness to a degree. Like he kind of snaps out of the simulation state and starts like questioning like, whoa, like what's, like what's happening? What's going on sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think after you watch the latest episode you'll start to understand a little bit more of what what's going on. Certain questions that we've been having since the, the first episode get answered in this, this newest one uh, because they, the first three. So basically it starts out as kind of like a 1950s slash sixties sitcom. And it's just so uh, personally, I think, I think the show is brilliant just because I love how they're doing it. It's just so it's not something I expected Marvel to do with their very first it is definitely outside show. the box. Yeah. yeah I, I love shows that go outside the box like that. So I've really liked it. Um, and each show has gotten progressively more interesting as they start to, to introduce more things, you know, these little details that, you know, mean something, but you can tell it's, building up to something um and especially after this this new one which the the newest one kind of is more of like a backstory slash it it goes forward a little bit but it's mostly of what has been happening from the outside perspective so it doesn't really focus a whole lot on wanda and vision um but i, I still thought it was really good but i i liked how they 
they took the, I like how they did the whole sitcom thing and I like how they kind of, they, you can easily tell if you've been watching the movies that Wanda's having a really hard time with moving on from the death of, of vision. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like a better told version of the new wonder woman movie because wonder woman yeah. mm-hmm. 84 yep. has a very similar kind of thing, a kind of plot point with, yeah. with the lead character having a really hard time moving on from the death of her loved one, but they just didn't really, it was it just, the plot was just not handled that well. Well, um, that and Scarlet Witch is just an all-around, well-written character compared yeah. to Wonder Woman. So yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's also <laughs> true. That. Uh, plus, you know, the the whole Marvel universe has been much better handled than yeah. the than the DC universe. Yeah, that's but uh, mildly. Yeah, so yeah, I, I thought it was really good, and I, I'm quite curious to see how it's going to intertwine with some of the future shows that are coming because I think. I can't remember what what is if what else is coming out this year, but I know that I know that Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier are coming out really soon. So is Loki, um, so is Secret Invasion. Those things are all gonna play into each other. Yeah. And the the newest episode for me really did feel even more like an actual Marvel thing because there was some familiar stuff that they did with like you know, bringing things together, connecting certain dots, the way it was shot, all the, all the different things. It wasn't as much of a, it wasn't a sitcom feel. It was an actual like Marvel version, like a film, but on a, on a TV show. So, um, but yeah, Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to watch the new episode after. uh, And they bring in, they bring in some old, um, side characters that we haven't seen in a while too. So I I liked that. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I would I would recommend giving it a watch. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm curious to see where where that takes off. So yeah, um, I mean, and, and again, like what I was talking about earlier, like I, like I don't hate the show or anything. I w- I was just really hoping, yeah, because uh, it's just it's had a slow start, and I've re- I was really hoping we'd get some character moments with Vision because Vision is like one of my favorite Marvel characters. Oh yeah, just, he's I just, great. I just I just like his premise of a character and. Um, and Paul Bettany just plays that role so well. I think oh, man. he's just yeah, he's, made for that yeah. role. <laughs> oh. Absolutely, man. He's like, yeah, he's kind of like a you know Robert Downey Jr. situation. I mean, he just embodies it super well. Yeah, and I'm hoping because the thing is, if if he's actually like legitimately dead, what happens when this you know fake fake world essentially is done away with you know what what happens to him is it still called wandavision did they change the title I, I don't know do they find some way to bring him back i possibly i mean it's marvel so that i'm sure they could find a way if they wanted to i don't know but yeah. um well the um essentially i i've heard that uh, scarlet witch is going to be um heavily involved in the uh, the new doctor strange movie mm. which is the multiverse of madness and obviously Scarlet Witch can, you know, basically, you know, manipulate space time and uh, and things of that nature. So, um, so yeah, I think they're really gonna delve into the multiverse thing and somehow find a way to bring Vision back to to some capacity. Yeah, because these sh- shows aren't just gonna, you know, mix with other shows. They will bleed into movies, and hmm. they'll, it'll all just be one overall 
universe. So it's uh, it's nice to see that there's at least one franchise that overall, not perfect, but still is handled pretty decently, <laughs> you know, compared to other, <laughs> you know, multi-billion-dollar franchises that we may or may not have talked about before. Hey, that's <laughs> so. not true. DC has the Snyder Cut, okay? They have the Snyder Cut. <laughs> Which coming I think out. is coming it's out gonna in change March, everything. isn't it? Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, supposedly. <laughs> um, though I think I heard some news about it. Uh, I'm not not sure exactly what it is, but I've heard there's some trouble in paradise with uh, the Snyder Cut, so. Yeah. Well, you know, I think with uh, I think with some gold material like Birds of Prey, I mean, I don't see how you can get better than that. Oh, uh, don't even get me started on that movie. Don't <laughs> don't even get me started on that movie. <laughs> well, I don't I don't understand. I mean, it's it's like it's it's basically it's, Citizen Kane is what it is. Yeah, it's it's basically the best DCEU movie that's ever been made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that note, sad, <laughs> but, you know, what, what's sad about that is, is like, it, it pro- with how bad the DCEU has been, it's probably like not even the worst DCEU movie. I mean, it's definitely one of the worst, but I don't know if it's like well, the worst. But uh, yeah, so Martha, Martha, <laughs> Martha, why did you say that name? <laughs> I can't. I still can't get over that. Why? I tried it's to like, watch that the other day on uh, HBO Max. It's like and, I, I uh, get what I get what Snyder was going for with that, but it's like you could be like you could have changed it. it you could have changed it to like him saying mother or like mom or something. <laughs> and mom? Then he'd be like, well, yeah, but the, but like because like the whole point of Batman v Superman is like Batman thinks that like Superman doesn't relate to humanity or doesn't have some correlation like some linking element to mankind mm. and then he'd be like oh shit like you know you're you kind of actually are human like like that would have been way better than just be like martha mary don't you know me mary <laughs> yeah, oh man well i think that's gonna do it for our show today we uh had a lot of fun coming back and bringing some more content so we uh will definitely have to keep track of that stock market situation and find out what happens with that and you know i'm sure there will be hopefully some movies that'll like big movies coming out soon because i'm it's just been kind of a i don't know it's just been kind of a lull fest of waiting for big things to come out that are actually yeah good delayed and delayed again and yeah they they freaking <laughs> delayed the new james bond movie again it's supposed to come out yeah. in october now I'm like good grief guys but they're determined they're not going to release it on uh on streaming they want it to come out in theaters so well the new um the new batman movie is not supposed to come out till like uh march of next year so no oh, lovely oh so. yeah so but we will catch you guys next time thanks again for joining us make sure to Give us a subscribe, a follow, whatever the platform you use uh, to listen to the show. Spotify, Apple, Google. Um, it's all good, just as long as you give us a listen and uh, follow us and give us a review and spread the word about the program. But on that note, we will catch you back here next time. Thanks for joining me, Spencer. As always. See you guys later. <laughs>